0: elevate your life with this episode of lifestyle and success with dr s you are listening to lifestyle and success with dr s a talk show to help you rise in business success while designing a life that you don't need a vacation from to subscribe to the show and never miss a beat Head to Lifestyle and Success with DRS.com. Today's episode is coming up next. So today I'm so excited to have Kelly Love joining us. Kelly Love co-founded Branch Basics, a wellness brand that creates home cleaning products using the most chemically sensitive as their benchmark for safety. Kelly's gonna talk to us today about five things you can do to increase your air quality and create a germ-free home, which is going to really help us, especially since COVID has been here and we all have been figuring out how to stay healthy. Kelly, I can't wait for you to share your story with us as well as your tips. Welcome to the show. Thank you
1: so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. So excited to have you. So can you tell us, how did, how did your business get started? Oh man, it has been quite an evolution, quite a journey. We as myself, my best friend, Allison Evans, and her aunt, Marilyn Nelson. The three of us came together. We did not set out to sell soap, but we are just on a mission to help people create healthier homes and just help people from saying like, why didn't someone tell me this? Like, why didn't someone tell me that like the products that I put on in and around myself every day really matter for my health? And so w- the way we came together was Allison and I met at the University of Texas in Austin, and we were both just you know going through the motions of college and living life, having fun. Well, Allison was diagnosed with PCOS in high school, thousands of cysts on her ovaries, but didn't really like impact her life too much. Got to college, all of a sudden her body starts breaking down. No one like connected those, but looking back, she was able to reverse all of it from the same foundational building blocks of just addressing her diet and the products she was using every day and the environment that she was living in every day. And so she had gone to doctor after doctor, specialist after specialist on a, a whole laundry list of medications and therapies, you name it. And then finally, after not experiencing any relief, starts talking to her Aunt Marilee, who's asking her questions like, where were you living when the pain started? What are you eating every day? Can you give me a diet diary and how you feel after you you know, certain foods. And what are you using to wash your clothes with? What do you clean your house with? Do you spray pesticides in your house? Do you have candles in your house, like synthetic fragrance, like plug-ins the scented trash bags, all these things that she's like, what does this have to do with my pain and my being a student with disabilities and not being able to go to class? So she was like, what do I have to lose? Starts making these changes to her diet and start switching to cleaner, healthier, safer products. And within months is having huge improvement. And I am her best friend and roommate now at this point. And I'm a kinesiology major, kinesiology health promotion. So I just always just had a natural like inclination to health and human body. And I'm like, what? This is crazy. This is blowing my mind because we both grew up, you know, just using whatever, like the conventional products and eating the standard American diet. And so we're like, we want to learn more. We want to know more. Marilee is actually a medicinal chef. She was consulting clients because her son. Allison's cousin was actually exposed to catastrophic levels of pesticides at the age of 10, told he would never recover his brain, be like a bubble boy for the rest of his life. Well, Marilee refused to accept that and was a mom on the mission, like, you know, before the internet and tried to like figure out what she could. And anyway, I can unpack more um, in a little bit about an aha moment she had with Branch Basics in Our Houses. But essentially she actually I'll just go ahead and say that now she realized you know like what I said these products and these things have such a significant impact on our health you know we just assume that oh because it's on store shelves like it must be safe but she was now thrown into this situation where her son was having to be you know quarantined COVID lockdown like on steroids couldn't be around anyone and she was at the store one day and noticed how you know she could smell the cleaning products on that aisle before she even you know got on that aisle, and realized all these products that are in our homes are just releasing these low-level chemicals even when they're closed like these products are closed and sealed at the grocery store and so little things over time she just realized and got to a point where her son fully recovered it's an incredible story He has a full life, you know, married with kids and started consulting other people who felt like no one could figure their, them out, their health out. So we, Allison and I just went and lived with her, listened to her consult, learned all this stuff, lived in a home free of all these harmful toxins, ate real organic food. We juiced every morning, like for the first time in Allison, uh, my life, like having like vegetable juice and like fresh made celery and kale juice and walked barefoot on the ground and sat in an infrared sauna and our minds were just like what like this is a whole new world but this is amazing and Allison felt better she all of a sudden was now thinking oh my goodness now I can actually like go try and find a job and like have a full life like she truly was thinking she like might end up in a wheelchair And, you know, she was thinking she wouldn't be able to sit through a job. And we both experienced like a huge life shift. I was like, quote unquote, the healthy one. And all of a sudden, I'm not having any painful menstrual cramps anymore. No more headaches, no more dry, itchy eyes, no more muscle pains and um, like knee pain that I had and not even body odor. Like I didn't even smell anymore. I was like, this is just amazing. Like all these things that we think are normal, they're really just common. They're not necessarily normal like like this isn't how our body is necessarily made to be so all that to say we were just like on fire and we were passionate and we were like we've got to tell the world this like give us a mountain and a megaphone at the time this was in 2009 2008 2009 we were like let's build a website and just try and get this information out there at least to our family and friends as a starting point and then we actually sold uh, we created like an online retail store where we sold the top products that Marilee had vetted and found to be the safest for her most chemically sensitive clients. So like the best air purifier, the best water filter, the best organic mattress, all this stuff It didn't take long for people for us to realize that people were just very overwhelmed and like didn't know where to start. And so that Combined with the fact that we kept saying like, okay, cleaning's a great place to start. And we actually have this opportunity to private label a cleaning product that Marilee was able to use with her son and with her chemically sensitive clients where they couldn't tolerate anything else. And it actually works. And it's a simple concentrate that can do everything. So it just helps you minimize it was like, okay, let's do this. Let's create our own brand and go all in with the cleaning products, knowing that that really is just an avenue or like a vehicle to open people's eyes to other areas that, you know, they could change in their home, other products and talking about the education on all things healthy living. So that's what we did in 2012. And then actually we had to shut down. I'm telling you, there's a lot. Of story here, I could. Oh, this is good. I'm go here, on for yeah. Heaven. But we, yeah, we actually like rebranded in 2014. We did a, um, a friends and family fundraising round, raised a million dollars, and it was like, okay, we're doing this, like, because we had had some success with some bloggers at the time, and we were like, okay. Let's really go for it. And um, we rebranded and things were going great. We were building up our team. We were all together in Austin, Texas, had an um, office there, had about 10 employees, and literally had like the best like Black Friday. We were getting out so much great content and really just like providing a lot of value for people in, in addition to our product. Well, then we find out that the product we had been private labeling was. Not all we thought it was, even though we had legal contracts signed with the, you know, the formulator manufacturer. And we hit a point where we were like, OK, either we continue with this and it doesn't really align with us telling people, hey, look at your ingredient list, know what you're bringing inside your home. And then we, we don't even have full control over this and can't offer full 100 percent transparency. So we decided to um, stop selling the product and we had I mean there was you know there was a lot to this and we had to stop at a certain time and and we had to let go all of our employees and call all of our investors and tell all of our customers and all of our blogging and affiliate partners what was going on and it was just so so hard I mean it was a like dark time and personally mentally for all of us and we had to do everything we could to, you know not file bankruptcy and and we didn't know 100% if we were going to come back, but we we definitely like said, we are going to do everything we can to try and create a formula that's as effective and, and safe and everything that you love about this, but that we can fully like stand behind and be fully transparent with. And so it took about a year and a half and testing over like a hundred formula samples and working with multiple chemists. We didn't have any money. So we were like, basically, can you please work with us? And if you get something we like, then you can get manufacturing rights, you know, um, and make money that, and so, you know, we did have this like existing customer base. And I think at that time we had like 8,000 followers on Instagram. And so we were like, okay, if we can get a formula, like hopefully these customers will stick with us Um, but it took a year and a half and we tried to just put out a little bit of con you know we put out some content along the way to keep people engaged and to provide value and then we ended up finally like miraculously getting to a product that we loved I mean I'm telling you I had so many I was going delirious like so many towels with stains on them with chlorella and tomato sauce and red wine you name it and I would just compare all these samples and then I'd go in my shower and spray the shower down and breathe it in and see if it irritated my eyes and nose. And spray it in my eyes and see if it burned because we were trying to get something that not only was safe, but also really worked because if it's not effective, then no one's going to actually use the safe stuff. So it was, we had a high bar and we prioritized human health above all else. And the chemists at first didn't think that it was possible, but we kept pushing and we kept, we were very strong on the, the brief that we would give on what exactly what we wanted and exactly what we would not allow, even though maybe other kind of green brands had them. And we pushed through and persevered and we got it. And it's amazing. Our formula still amazes us to this day. And it's way better than our original one that we started off with. And I am so thankful for that horrible time because it really pushed us to to take the leap of faith to do something on our own. I don't think we would have done it had we not had that hard push. I don't think we would have had the confidence and the you know drive to actually go make something on our own that we didn't have to buy from someone else pre-made. And we're bigger and better, stronger for it. So it's been a journey, like I said, but but yeah, now we are back, have a team, an amazing team and just growing and providing a lot of valuable content. We really focus on educating and empowering, you know, not just selling our product.
0: Yes, I love that. And what a powerful, beautiful, impactful story. I'm wondering, you know, you mentioned early on when you were going through this challenge, you had about 8,000 followers on Instagram. And I don't know if you guys have headed to Kelly's Instagram. Instagram yet, um, Branch Basics but you have like over 200,000 followers now. So I can imagine that there was quite a journey with technical expertise, as well as the expertise that you needed to create and build your product in getting to that level of, of growth. So what kind of hurdles did you experience when you were on that climb specifically with like the customer base and the followers and the marketing? And then like, how did you overcome that?
1: Yeah. So I'm a big advocate for like, it's okay to not do it all yourself and to get help and to recognize your strengths and not, I mean, of course, there are seasons where you just got to like do it all. And we wore many hats in the beginning. But I got to a point where it was like, okay, if we're really going to try and grow this, like, we need to focus, Marilyn Allison and I need to focus on you know, marketing and the sharing the content and add other people to the team who have the skill sets that we don't really thrive in. And so we we partnered actually, when we relaunched, we partnered with um, two guys, they live in Minneapolis and Tim is our CEO and Greg is our CFO, COO. And they really helped us get it off the ground in the beginning because Allison and I were actually about to pop with our first babies right when we relaunched. And so we were like, we know we cannot become like new moms I and launch this company like give it you know what it deserves if we try and do it on our own and so Tim and Greg have been amazing in terms of really taking the lead on kind of all the like technical marketing stuff and so I honestly the nuts and bolts of what we do on a daily basis I mean obviously I know like the companies we use and we've outsourced now to different things and we um, now have an incredible team internally that works with a lot of partners and whatever to do partnerships and things like that. But it is, it's a village. I mean, it takes a village, like we, it's a crew. So I am constantly in this like everyday struggle of like, okay, I have young ones and I want to be present and be a mom. But then I also like really believe in what we're doing at Branch Basics. So I've had to kind of come to a place where I can navigate and balance, you know, handing off the things that I can and then taking hold of the things that really like excite me and engage me with the company. So I don't even know if I answer your question, but honestly, throughout the journey, it's like coming to a place where you're like, okay. If I keep doing all this stuff myself, like I'm actually now going to do a disservice to the company. And so it's time to make a shift and start figuring out how we can bring someone on. And that means maybe that I don't get paid as much or I don't take any salary or whatever, you know, just like trying to navigate it along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: so helpful. And the reason why that's so helpful is because there's a lot of women entrepreneurs listening who are like, I have a great idea and that's all I have. Right. <laughs> you know, they're like, I know my stuff, I know my craft, I know how to make really great nutrition bars or I know how to make a really cool shampoo or Mm -hmm. a soap or a candle or even if I'm selling a service I know how to you know sell a great coaching package or put together a great coaching experience but the marketing piece is not my thing and I think a lot of people need permission to outsource that and so Mm -hmm. um, I know this is kind of an unexpected direction of the conversation but I'm just wondering like how or what advice would you give those women out there who are trying to figure out like what that could look like for them do you recommend that they invest in a marketing company do you recommend that they find co-founders how do they do that any high-level tips that you have I'm sure would be so helpful for people or even sharing you know how you found those two guys to to run and lead your your marketing as well
1: yeah I was gonna say I mean just my personal experience I mean it has been just about not being afraid to like put it out there and to say to start like making connections and networking and saying, hey, do you know anyone we're looking for this? Because like, yeah, we ended up being led to Tim and Greg because we were talking to someone in Austin that was a friend and telling her what we were looking for and what we were thinking to try and do. And she ended up saying, Hey, I have someone that you should talk to. And so we connected with him. And that was that. Um, and of course that wasn't like the first person we talked to. Um, we talked to several before that, but it, that's really like how we got connected. And so I think it's so important just to like again like ask for help and to i think sometimes we can be like wait it's my idea and i don't want like to talk i don't want anyone to take it or not not necessarily that but I mean, obviously, if if it's something important, you need to sign an NDA, maybe. But the point being, like, like it's okay to not have everything figured out and start like putting the word out or start talking to people that you trust because you don't, you're not going to like have it all figured out. And so, I'm a big proponent of like just get started, like don't wait for perfection. (laughs) And I think also just remembering that, like, even just proof of concept, like with one person and then 10 people, and then 100 people, like, that's, that's great. And it's not like we need to think of, like, day one, how do I scale this to, like, work for the masses. And so, like, just always going back to that, like, thinking of just getting started. And as you get started, you'll learn, like, okay, where, what are the areas where I do need help? And what are some specifics of that? So to, to then you can start thinking about the people that you could talk to. And I, I am someone that just kind of is very open. And so like, I'll meet someone at the farmer's market and say like, oh, actually, yeah, we're doing this. And I need this. And then that person will say, oh, I want I have a friend that's doing this. And I just think talking to your community and it, it's like so valuable. And I, I know right now with being indoors more in our own spaces, it's probably like it can seem like less opportunities to have those random com- conversations with people. But hopefully now that things are starting, you know, are opening back up, that, that will help. But again, just kind of reaching out, like even on Instagram, a great, the direct message feature is amazing. The fact that we can reach mm. out to these people that otherwise we would not have access to. And a lot of times you'll be surprised. People will respond. You know, someone that you didn't think would ever see your message or take the time to will actually respond. And so it's all about you just kind of taking that initiative and it's okay if they don't respond and, or if someone says no. And, you know, I know we all hear like, it's okay to, to get the dose first. And, and that's true. And I think a lot of it is just reminding yourself like, okay, it's not about me. It's about my mission. It's about what I'm providing to people. I believe in that. And it's okay if this person doesn't get it and they say no, whatever. And constantly reminding yourself, it's not about me and not taking it too personally because when we relaunched and when we went through like that horrible time and it was it was a really hard time didn't really fully understand the whole situation and things were being said on social media and your character gets attacked and and you're just like wait like I just want these people to know my heart like what is going on and I think what helped us get through it was just like okay we know who we are And this is this trying to get to a new product is because we truly do care about providing something safe for people. And we don't have anything out there right now that we feel 100 percent confident in recommending and we feel like we could do something better. And so it was about that. It wasn't about trying to like prove ourselves that, you know, no, we are good people. It was like, no, we have a bigger mission. And as long as I stay focused on that, as long as we stay focused on that, we'll get to where we need to go.
0: Mm, That is so beautiful. And, you know, the really salient key point and takeaway there is that you need to have a working product. And that point is so important because I think a lot of people try to plan out their entire business before even getting to step one. And Mm, it's like mm. step one is having something that works that you sell whether it is your coaching or your consulting or your nutrition bar or a cleaning product or a whatever. You know, when you have that thing and you see that it has the potential to change lives, there's a whole nother world that opens up for you without you even having to do anything. You just get the energy, exactly. you get the vision, you get the inspiration because then you realize that I got it. I'm on to something. And so what I hear you saying is serve your clients, serve your customers well, know what you have to offer. And then other people will see that in you and either jump on board or refer you to someone who can help. Exactly.
1: And I think something you go back to it's like so we never went to business school the three of us have no business background and you're told kind of like okay write out your whole business plan and i'm not saying that it's not a good idea to make a plan and write out think a plan and think through things but like i think the tendency is sometimes you have to have it all figured out of like what you're like you know official company is going to look like and especially today even you look at a company and it's like beautiful on Instagram and you or you see something you're like oh I want to be like that but got to remind ourselves that like these companies didn't start off like this and um while it is important to like get the big pieces together and the beautiful assets or the whatever like I mean it's just all going to improve over time and you're going to learn and grow and learn as you go and yeah I just like I tell people all the time don't forget that and 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 you have to start small so you can get that customer feedback. You want that communication. I just, I have someone here locally that like so excited to start a product and like has all these grand visions and ideas. And yes, like those are awesome. But like, let's just start by like asking someone if you can sit with them at their farmer's market table and put a few jars out and just like get people's feedback, you know, start yes. there.
0: Yes. I think people get so afraid of starting so small because they see the bigger picture, which is awesome and inspiring, but you got to start with one, every great yeah. company, every great business, every great organization starts with one person and then the next, and then the next it's the snowball. So yeah, I exactly. love that you, I That's love that you reinforced that. Yeah. And, t- and totally brought us back to basics with that. So what are, what is your greatest win, Kelly? What are you most proud of?
1: I don't know. I just it is just so incredible that we get testimonials People writing us every day, almost telling us how like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but like change their life. Like and that is what we, we believe, like the information that we share and that other people share, too, that we are putting out like truly does have the power to change your life, especially for someone that's sick and suffering. And so to get these these messages of people saying like your content, your blog post, your Instagram post or and your product, like, you know, set me on this path. And now I am not suffering from my autoimmune disease anymore, like all because of what I saw y'all post that set me on this train. Like it is just so cool. I mean, that is that is what we are trying to do. So, I mean, I would say like my yeah, my proudest accomplishment is just that we've been able to reach people and like really impact real people's lives in real ways.
0: Okay. So we're going to get to the topic today because I know there are also a lot of folks listening that are like, can we, can we, don't let her go before she gives me some tips on how to keep my (laughs) house COVID free. Stu, I mean, you are the cleaning expert and I love that your product, the product that you have created is really like on the natural side and, you know, hearing your story and your partner's story about being able to cure her hormonal issues. And that a lot of that was grounded in like the cleaning product she was using and the food she was eating. And so this is a totally naturalistic audience. So I I know they're going (laughs) to love what you have to drop. What are some things that they can do and that we all can do to increase our air quality at home and really like get the germs out during this season?
1: Before I get started on like, you know, realistic, practical tips, I think we need to rethink like germs and like what that means. Because not all germs are bad. And we are actually made up of tons of bacteria and germs that are good. And we want this beneficial bacteria for our microbiome and our immune systems and brains to flourish. And so I think just like our whole, just switching like our mindset of like from, okay, so there's something we talked about called germ theory versus terrain theory. So germ theory is like where you just, you know, kind of wipe out all the bugs, but you also have the risk of you know, wiping out all the good bacteria and also creating like super bugs, the ones that are like resistant, you know, and fight back stronger. Whereas, you know, removal of germs is actually with like soap and water. So soap and water uh, like breaks down the, will remove the germs instead of trying to like kill them. And so Cleaning with just like a surfactant, like soap and water, is actually the number one step the CDC recommends in disinfecting, a, two, a two-step a disinfecting process. They say clean the surface first to remove the dirt and grime, and then disinfect if you need to, but most of the time you don't even need to. But I think so many people even skip over that first part. And so therefore, the disinfectant isn't even as effective. So anyway, I just want to throw that in there because I think that we just need to remember the terrain theory part, which is if we can build up our environment to make it strong and healthy, then then you're less vulnerable to the germs. So it's actually like you're less likely to succumb to the germs. So all that being said is that we can increase the power of our environment in our bodies and in our homes, it, or just by simple things like the biggest one is just the idea of removal, removing these sources of pollutants that we have around us every day. And we we're exposed to stuff when we walk outside, but the inside is actually more polluted than the outdoor air. So the EPA mm-hmm. says the indoor air is anywhere from two to five hundred times more polluted than. The the outdoor air. And actually when you're using products like cleaning products or paint or whatever, it's a thousand times more polluted than the outdoor air. So if we can create our homes to be these safe havens, then when we go out into the world every day and we're exposed to things we can't control, at least we can come home to a place that is safer, is better air quality and better air means better health. And so just getting to the root of like source removal. So removing these sources of pollutants out of our homes, like harmful cleaning products, harmful pesticides, like bug sprays and such harmful um, synthetic fragrances, like synthetic candles and uh, fragrance candles and wall plugins and scented trash bags, toilet paper. Now, I mean, you name it, they have everything scented now. And, and these things, you know, especially our laundry detergent, we never escape our laundry detergent. It is on us when we sleep, it's on our sheets, it's on our clothes, it's on our towels. And so when we can switch these things um, that we fill our homes with and we put on our bodies every day to safer products, then going to create a stronger immune system that is going to be less vulnerable to disease and to germs. So it's also the most inexpensive and efficient way to just improve your indoor air quality because just simply putting them in a box or getting rid of them will like pretty much immediately improve the air. So it goes back to that example in the beginning of the grocery store aisle cleaning products like you can smell those and so just getting rid of them even if they're products under your cabinets and kitchen sinks whatever will make a huge difference and a lot of times it's just about getting people to really believe that (laughs) like because it sounds so like silly almost like what these products that i've been using for years like i'm fine i'm fine but it's like okay i'm just gonna like challenge you like just just try it out like if you're not ready to get rid of it just put it in a box and just switch your laundry detergent you know, your fragrance free for, you know, a month and see what happens. And I kid you not, everyone that has done this has been like, me included, it's been like, what? Oh my goodness. That was, that is so strong to me. How did I use that and not think that smelled strong? You know, because your body's become used to it and accustomed and adapt. So these fragrances, when you're around them, living in your home every day with them, like you don't really smell them. And then when you remove them, you're like, oh my goodness, like literally my brother-in-law texted the other day and was like, someone washed my clothes in you know, X, Y, and Z brand detergent. And I like was coughing and choking and like couldn't breathe. And, you know, mind you, like a year ago, I was like, okay, come on, Luke, you gotta change this. Like please just ch- I'm gonna challenge you. And so It just really goes back to like, just taking that challenge if you're healthy and you don't think it affects you. And then if you are sick, most times people that are sick are just desperate and willing to try anything, but yeah, going around your house, getting a box putting stuff away starting with your bedroom your bedroom is your most um, important room in the house because when we sleep our bodies restore and repair so i always recommend focusing on um you know and investing in the bedroom as a place to start a home detox so it includes removing harmful products you know buying a natural mattress if you can um using ideally 100 organic cotton sheets cotton pajamas like even just like starting with your bedroom turning your phone on airplane at night when you sleep it's really helpful helpful unplugging your wife at night when you sleep, like those things, just really focusing on when you sleep is so beneficial. And then just getting fresh air. Like I said, outdoor air is more cleaner. So just opening our windows or doors, even for just 10 minutes, twice a day can do wonders for improving your air quality. Um, we all know that, but it's just a good reminder. And then dust Like, dust is something that I used to think was just kind of like, oh, you clean it up because it's, like, unsightly, you know? But it's actually... It can be very toxic because chemicals like volatile organic chemicals the ones that we can smell and the semi-volatile organic compounds the ones we can't smell like flame retardants for example ride on dust and so weekly like hepa vacuuming plus ideally an annual deep clean we have a, a deep cleaning protocol on our website for actually cleaning your walls and ceilings you don't think to clean this ever mm-hmm. but dust can actually cling to those as well it is amazing once you do it you're like you just walk into a room and it. just Feels so much cleaner. You can just feel it. So yeah, wiping, like vacuuming your ceiling fans, all that stuff. So dust is a huge one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at, but those are, you know, leaving your shoes at the door when you walk in. You know, just because not even of just germs, but even like gasoline and pesticide from when you're walking around. Those, those are all easy tips, and just know what you're bringing inside. Like we use products we buy products and we just look at the front of the label a lot of times or don't we think oh just because it's on store shelves it's safe well in actuality we could put anything in branch basics and not have to tell you because cleaning products are not regulated to where they have to disclose the ingredients like personal care products you know always has to have a list of ingredients cleaning products do not so if it doesn't have an ingredient list that's a red flag right there Mm. um some other ones other easy kind of ingredients to spot is fragrance just that single word fragrance or perfume can be hiding thousands of different chemical compounds so endocrine disruptors, neurotoxins, asthmogens, allergens, obesogens, I mean, you name it. So even that single word fragrance, it's just, it looks so innocent, but that's an easy one to spot that you definitely want to avoid. You want to look for products that are scented with natural essential oils. So, but just looking, turning that bottle around and looking to see what's actually in it before you bring it into your home. That's huge. Yeah,
0: you know, and I and I know these things come so easy to you, so you're kind of just like, yeah, I'm just gonna go on and just keep saying things, but you know, I know, sorry, that was a lot. (laughs) I honestly believe that people probably are not already doing that. Like little things, like you would be so surprised. I mean, whenever I go out, I rarely, like no offense to the people that I know and love, but a lot of people, they don't ask me to take my shoes off when I enter their home, you know? And sometimes I forget to tell people when they enter my home to take their shoes off. Like that's something that's so small, but it's so important with tracking like outside dirt into your home and dusting the ceiling fans. And if you don't clean yourself and you have you know, a housekeeping Team that comes and you know does a deep clean of your house once a month or however you know many times you'd like to do it, making sure asking them do they clean the walls and the ceiling? And if you don't have a team, like do you clean the walls and the ceiling? Like those things are that's like mind blowing. You know, almost like oh my god. Thankfully, the walls and the ceiling that no one is doing.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. And, and even just like the fresh air, like opening your windows and doors for like even just five minutes or whatever. I you're right, because I think, you know, people know this, but I've actually had conversations with people before where they're like, Oh, wow, yeah, I didn't think to do that. So just understanding the whole concept of like getting out in nature, breathing fresh air, like, you know, and not just being kind of like in our boxes of homes all day long. Yeah, so. That's so
0: important. Now, where do you sell your product at? Because I, I would like for you to plug where they can get your product. But then I'd also love to say like, if for some reason they don't have your product they they're not going to buy it right now. Like what kind of DIY solution can they easily do at home? Like maybe spritz with like lemon water and water, you know, you know, lemon and water to clean their shower. So like first, where can they get your product? And then how can they make like some kind of easy, quick DIY solution if they can't get a natural product right now that can generally clean some things in the home?
1: Yeah, no, we are all about like, you do not have to buy branch basics to have a healthy home. I mean, hot water and just a basic soap is great. And I mean, baking soda, lemon juice, of course, they're great DIY recipes. One thing we are not huge fans of is vinegar when you're spraying it, um, just because it is a long irritant, the acetic acid, but even that's great for like you know other things where you're not necessarily like spraying and causing that mist that you're going to inhale, but um, hydrogen peroxide is the way that I disinfect too. If I ever need to disinfect anything, I just spray, I put a trigger sprayer on my brown hydrogen peroxide bottle, you know, because you don't want to take it out of that dark bottle because it'll break down. But yeah, I just put a trigger sprayer on my hydrogen peroxide bottle and spray things with that. And that's super inexpensive. And there's actually hydrogen peroxide wipes too that I get at Target. So like if I wipe change my baby's diaper and, you know, some poop gets on there, I just spray it with Branch Basics, do a quick wipe, and then I'll wipe it with a hydrogen peroxide wipe. So... I don't want to take up time, like, giving exact, like, ratios of what to mix. But, yes, like, baking soda, hot water, hydrogen mm-hmm. peroxide, like, these are great. And, yeah, just a basic, simple Castile soap. Like, these are great, inexpensive, you know, or just more affordable ways to clean. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we honestly would rather you do that than, you know, five-inch basics and throw it into the cabinet along with 30 different other cleaners. Like, we'd rather you. Right get rid of the other cleaners and use something you know super affordable you know
0: then push French basics totally totally i love how selfless you are kelly and um <laughs> and i can't...
1: mean that i really do mean that i know that sounds like oh yeah okay but i really do mean that. well i i do know that either way
0: you know at the end i cannot wait for you to plug your website and your insta because i'm sure you will find a lot of fans um who are listening today and just so thankful for you giving so many tips. So Kelly, with all the success that you've experienced and with everything you've been through, if you could look back and give your 10-year younger self any piece of advice, what would it be?
1: uh you know that it's not gonna be easy and there are gonna be times where you're gonna want to quit or give up or whatever you want to say and you're gonna think that you've quote unquote failed or let people down or whatever but just keep going like hold your head up high and keep going as long as you're doing something that you believe in and that you believe is the right thing and the right thing to do like it will work itself out and stay true to your values and try not to let other people define you or tell you what your business looks like or you need to do this a certain way or whatever. And because I think I definitely got hung up several times looking back like, well, I'm thinking I had to do this a certain way or like this is what a business progression looks like or if you're a business student, this is what they say to do or whatever. And then fast forward, you know, like, oh, you're, you no, know, like don't shut down your company. Like you can still continue selling this. It's safe and you're, you don't wanna lose all this you don't wanna let these investors down or whatever. But I think if you stay true to your vision and your heart, then it will work out and you'll be prouder in the end. Powerful,
0: super powerful. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your brilliance with us. How can our audience
1: find and support you? So it's just branchbasics.com, branchbasics on Instagram, super simple. Kelly. Thank you so
0: much for coming on the show, and I can't wait to have you back. Thank you so much for
1: having me. I really appreciate it.
0: You are listening to Lifestyle and Success with Dr. S, a talk show to help you rise in business success while designing a life that you don't need a vacation from. To subscribe to the show and never miss a beat, head to Lifestyle and Success with DRS.com. Today's episode is coming up next.